This is It Takes Two. Amy Eiler, J.J. Gordon here on the Mighty 790, 104.7 FM. And Bill Werner joins us from the Minnesota News Network. Of course, lots of news about the North Dakota legislature, the Minnesota legislature in session as well. And he joins us now to break down some of the news out there. Bill, welcome back to KFGO Radio. Hey, it's good to be back with you folks. Uh, it's been a little while, and now uh, we've got <laughs> we've got a heck of a lot of stuff going on at the Minnesota legislature. I expect on your side of the river too. But, oh uh, yes, what's going on here? Yeah, know? no one is bored. That's for sure. Covering all the no. stories and bills that are coming out. But one thing that you guys that is causing a lot of talk around the water cooler is, of course, this legalizing recreational marijuana. Yes. How yes, long has this issue been coming up in the Minnesota legislature? Well, this uh, the number of years that it that there was a push in, in the Minnesota House of Representatives, but it didn't go anywhere in the Senate when Republicans controlled the Senate, and now uh, Democrats control the Minnesota Senate, and <laughs> this is moving forward. As a matter of fact, there are two uh, hearings today, uh, one on the House, and I believe, if I'm keeping track correctly, this is number eight. I think it has to go through 15 <laughs> committees in the Minnesota House, so it's about just a little bit over halfway through. There's also a hearing on a companion bill in the Senate. But the thing that really put a lot of focus on this was late last week at uh, at one of the hearings, uh, former Governor Jesse Ventura testified. And here's one of the things he told lawmakers. I had to break the law. My friends had to send it to me. A former governor testified that in desperation, he and his wife tried cannabis after the prescribed treatments did not eliminate his wife's seizures. My wife took the first three drops under the tongue and has not had a seizure since. None. Now, at that point, Amy, medical marijuana had not been legalized in Minnesota. Um, so technically, he was breaking the law there. Um, legalized uh, medical marijuana legalized after that. But the, the former governor is also uh, urging lawmakers to allow recreational use in Minnesota. And that's the big debate that is going through an, a number of committees in both the Minnesota House and the Senate. You know, Bill, when I think of the state of Minnesota, I think of like the cool, hip upper Midwest state, right? I mean, <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's so. Got this, I guess so. You know, but yeah. it's got this vibe and, you know, the, the 10,000 lakes. And I understand North Dakota being, you know, pretty stingy about this, but I it does surprise me that Minnesota hasn't gotten further on this. And it's not for lack of trying, because let's face it, people have been talking about this for a long time in Minnesota. No question about it, but there, there's a significant block of opposition to it, uh, particularly in the in greater Minnesota and in the, in the rural areas of the state. Uh, and the opponents of it warn that it's a gateway drug and that you're going to have people out there in some states of impairment that you can't really measure accurately, like you can't, you know, can't measure marijuana impairment nearly as accurately as alcohol impairment. Uh, and then they say workplaces as well. Now, there are some guardrails in this bill, obviously, on that. But uh, what they warn is that just a gen- more general distribution of this throughout the population is going to cause uh, problems. Um, and so that, that's kind of where, that's I think why we're, we're struggling with it here. Hmm. Interesting. And how many hearings now this year? Well, we've had, let's see, we've had, I think this is number eight in the House, and we've had several oh in the Senate. So the, it has to clear all those committees. Right. Uh, and the the bill will metamorphosize, and then they'll ultimately get a get a bill to the House floor, presumably, and to the Senate floor as well. And those bills might not be the same. Uh, and then they have to go into a conference committee on it. But we'll we'll see what happens. It's you know, it's too early to predict uh, exactly how that's going to fall out. Does the weight is there any weight to a 
a former governor showing up if it's Jesse Ventura and testifying that he broke the law and this needs well, to get passed? I think, you know, the the idea, of course, his, his testimony relates to a medical use of marijuana. Right, right. right. Uh, it, it doesn't relate to, to recreational use, and, and medical marijuana was not legal in Minnesota at that time when he says that he got some marijuana and that it, it helped his wife with, with her seizures. Uh, so how much I, I think, you know, any way that you look at it, Jesse Ventura, if he says something, it's going to get attention, right? Uh, it, it still is going to get national attention, as it did. And certainly uh, in our, our part of the country, it did. So um, whether it moves the needle or not, uh, I don't know. But it certainly uh, uh, drew a lot of attention to it. Bill, what is the business community uh, saying about this because I know that that that's one major aspect that a lot of people look to is to say, well, gosh, if we were to make recreational marijuana legal, uh, will businesses even jump on the opportunity? Well, and and one of the uh, organizations that has lobbied very he- heavily against this is the Minnesota Trucking Association, and those folks say mm-hmm. we've got a, a mess here in terms of trying to be sure that our truck drivers are safe while on the road. These people piloting very large vehicles, of course, and uh, it, it's a question of well, what, what they warn is that somebody's going to get through the through the through the net, right? And then you're going to have have real big problems. So um, that's that's one significant business organization that's uh, that's that's opposed to it. Wow, you know, it does it absolutely does fascinate me on the state by state level and seeing how different states handle this. Um, right. a- anything on the side of like what the taxation's going to look like if this were to pass? I mean, are they even talking about those elements yet? Oh, sure. Yeah, they absolutely are. Um, and, and what they claim is that this is not a revenue raiser. Um, other states, uh, will say have, have, have used it as a cash cow, uh, maybe not initially, but it's kind of gone into that. Um, but there are, there certainly are, are tax provisions. And licensing provisions in this, um, and, and I, I almost hesitate since we can really get into the weeds on it. Um, and not only that, this is all so we're only less than halfway through the entire committee process, and things are going to, I think, metamorphosize probably quite a bit before we get, assuming that we get a bill to the floor. And it looks like that is uh, that is Democrats' intention is to is to move it on to both the floor of the Minnesota House and Senate. You know, to piggyback real quick on Amy's question, uh, and I, this is a, a shot in the dark here, but do you remember the last time that uh, former Governor Ventura was asked to testify for some, uh, you know, like in the legislature? I'm trying to think what he because um, he's not someone he that has, they, they don't, they don't wheel him out on a regular yeah. basis. So yeah, I think I mean, he kind of calls the shots on when he comes out. That's correct. That's correct. And uh, there was an appearance, I think, a few years ago. I'm trying to remember the topic. Yeah, I'm but, trying uh, to too. I yeah. remember that. Um, yeah, I think if I look back in my archive and uh, clear the cobwebs out of, of the brain, <laughs> we might uh, we might come up with that. But uh, uh, it certainly is not the first time that he has testified. It is, and it's not unusual for a governor to testify. Certainly not unprecedented, um, but it's it was Jesse Ventura doing it. It's a it amps it up into a little different category. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, definitely. Well, now it's gonna bug me when the last time I just can't remember. 
what it was. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna have to go Again. into that search, anyway, search yeah, uh, <laughs> One of the other things that I wanted to contact you about, and because North Dakota was also considering um, advancing a free lunch bill, basically. Yeah. I hate to call it a free lunch bill, but basically subsidizing lunches for children who don't Correct. have jobs because they don't pick their parents and we need to feed them because that supports their ability to learn. But you know where I'm at with this. Um, But Minnesota was also talking about advancing a bill that would cover lunches for all school-aged children. This happened during COVID quite effortlessly. Yeah, when when there was money available for it, and now that money is drying up. Yeah, lunch as well as breakfast is is the bill that's that's moving through. I know how it would be done in North Dakota. You know, we've got a lot of money in this legacy fund and literally it would take a percentage of the interest of that money to accomplish it in North Dakota. But where's the bill at now in the Minnesota legislature? Yeah, the, the, the house has passed it and uh, it's awaiting a vote in the Senate. Uh, And and what it would do is provide free breakfast and lunch uh, to all students, regardless of income. Uh, The uh, backers of it say, Hey, kids can't learn on an empty stomach. Um, and not only that, we can't just give it to some and not to the others because kids are going to find out, right, who's getting the subsidy and who isn't, and they're going to shame them and all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, opponents of it say, well, yeah, but there's then you're paying for lunch uh, for parents who can well afford to pay for lunch and breakfast. Uh, and, and they also point out that there's a, an a la carte option uh, in a good number of school lunchrooms uh, in, in Minnesota. Uh, that allows students to buy extra, right, uh, certain you know, special things. And, uh, and that, that might be noticed as well by uh, students that, hey, uh, Johnny got this, but um, uh, Becky did not. And, uh, and, and therefore, that you know how kids are in that. <laughs> that, that yep. That's the objection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it, so it advanced through the House. Now it's going to the Senate side. That's right. Yeah, um, last week, yeah, uh, Thursday it was. Yeah. And I know the cost is, do they know that it would just be, would it just be included in the next budget? No, no uh, funding mechanism at this point? Correct. Well, yeah, well, right, there'd be a funding mechanism, but, but what they're doing is that they're, they're basing it on the size of the budget surplus, which is sure. just massive, right? Yep. Uh, at least the last count's eight, 18, nearly $18 billion, and we'll get another read on it here at, uh, in about two weeks. It's interesting. It's it's right. interesting because I know that you know um, this is being hungry is just a problem we need to figure out with our kiddos, and I know that there's not a perfect solution that's going to make everyone happy, but we just need to put something in place. You know, I was just talking to someone who's in the school system, and mm-hmm. they said most of the kids that we deal with with behavioral issues are just hungry. If yeah, we can get sure. a hold of them yeah. right away in the morning, and we can get them fed. Before they get into the classroom, our behavior issues decline almost yeah. completely. I mean, and I know so, even how I how I am at my age. You know, if I don't eat and somebody's trying to keep me from eating, they're yeah, <laughs> you know, they're, yes. they're asking for yes. trouble. You know, yes. yeah, we so just I'm had a sure conversation about this. People. We're going to be talking too. about it on the drive time news tonight. JJ and I are going to be talking about there's science behind being hangry for sure. Bill Werner, Minnesota News Network. Thanks so much for joining us. We always appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It's always good to talk to you both. Everybody take care, okay? You too, Bill. Oh, and it's all right.